Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for May the 31st. The month is over, guys. What do you think about that? That thing flew way over there. Hey, guys, today we're going to be in Deuteronomy. Okay, Moses wrote the first five books of the what? Of the Old Testament, which is called the Pentateuch. Okay, and we're in Deuteronomy 28, verse 8. And what we're talking about is covenant theology. What we're talking about is blessings. And what we're talking about is curses. But today, let's focus on the blessings. Hey guys, let's start in verse 8. It reads like this. The Lord. Watch this. Who? The Lord. Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. You're like, no way. And I'm like, way. Is that good? What God is saying is what I command is going to take place. It's going to happen in your life. Qualification. If we obey the Lord. God's saying this. If you will obey me, I will bless you. I will command a blessing into your life, into your storehouse, into your job, into your finances, into your health, into every area of your life. I will overwhelm you with myself and with my prosperity, with the heaven's treasury. No problem busting out a blessing your way, okay? What's required? Well, in this text, what's required is obedience. Allegiance, okay? We forget about that word. Allegiance is what? My head, my heart okay my life is steadfast towards what towards God the things of God the ways of God do I have to be perfect no all of us have fallen we've all gotten down and we've hit the ground hard okay here's the thing it says the righteous fall but they continue to get up okay why because of Jesus we repent we forsake that which hurt us and we get back on track with the Lord God guys riches are no curse when they're blessed of the Lord, when God is adding it unto your life. A lot of us think, here's the thing, this is what we think, hey, I got a new car. You also got a book of 72 payments. You think that's from the Lord? That's not from God. If God gives a car, he gives you the title. See, that's the difference. That's our mentality. I, you know, we think, oh, I'm so blessed. And yes, you are blessed being a child of the living God, being born again, being an heir to the throne, being a citizen of heaven, having the privileges of Almighty God, which he bestows upon you, okay? But when he blesses, there's no burden to it, okay? Here's the thing, 72 payments of 990 plus 300 a month in insurance. That is a burden. God doesn't give gifts with burdens. Listen, if it comes from God, God, there's no burden. It's not God's way. God says, don't be in debt because if you are in debt, you're a slave. You're a slave to the lender. So when you go to work and you're in debt, guess what ends up happening, okay? You're working for someone else. You're working for the car company or the mortgage lender. No, God gives gifts with no burden attached to them. Just listen to this commentary. It was written by Charles S. Spurgeon, which is considered one of the greatest preachers of all times. He says this, When men have more than they require for their immediate needs and begin to lay up in storehouses the dry rot of covetousness and the blight of hard-heartedness, is apt to follow their accumulations but listen but with God's blessings it is not so prudence arranges the savings liberality directs the spending gratitude maintains the consecration and praise sweetens the enjoyment watch what he says in closing it is a great mercy to have God's blessings upon one's iron safe and one's bank account this text, God says, I will bless everything, not some things, everything that you put your hand into. Meaning, 
what you're engaged in, what I'm leading you to do, okay? I'm going to bless you in that venture, whatever it is. Friends, it's not some things, it's all things. He's going to bless your home. He's going to bless your finances. He's going to bless you at work and help you to get the promotion, okay? Here's the thing, the favor of the Lord, there is nothing like the favor of the Lord. What is the qualifier here? In Deuteronomy 28 and following, it is this, those who follow me, those who are obeying me, listening to me, they're being led by my spirit, okay? God isn't asking you to be perfect because I'm not perfect, and I guess anyone watching isn't perfect, okay? But God is saying we all can follow. If we fall, we get back up and we continue following. We don't throw the talent. We obey our Lord and Savior. Why? He has our best interest at hand. Not only does he bless, but he protects. That's what he's given you in the past. He safeguards it, okay? And your enemies... He takes care of them too. I mean, here's the thing. God's plan works. Guys, there's some people out there that talk about a lucky break. Give me a break, okay? There is no such thing as luck. Luck stands for what? Lucifer, okay? Here's the thing. Luck is the flipping of a quarter. It's by chance. Okay, perhaps, maybe, oh, I just made it in. Why don't you like the security of Almighty God commanding that the blessing come into your way? Because whatever God speaks is a done deal. It's not luck. Guys, here's the thing. What, again, what's the qualifier that I'm obeying God? But Am I doing it just to get the riches, just to get God's blessings and his favor? No, it's because I'm a new creature in Christ. It's who I am now. I'm being led by the Spirit. It comes naturally. I'm resting in it. I'm no longer struggling in this world with the things of the world. I'm trusting God. God says this, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these other things will be added unto you. I think a lot of us, and I've gone over this point before in a lot of other devotions, a lot of us are going after the things. That's our main focus. But while you're doing that, okay, you're being disobedient to God because you're not putting them number one in your well, life. You know, if you will sell out to me, if you will look to me as God of your life, I'll give you this other stuff. I know it's important to you. I know you like the houses and all that other stuff. God has no problem getting it to you. Oftentimes, God has a problem getting it through you. Let me just ask you this question because I've often wondered this. Let's say God, the heavens opened up right now and God just busted out a blessing in your life like nothing you'd ever experienced. What would you do with it? I mean, honestly, what, what are you going to do with all the blessings? Say you had $5 million or $10 million, uh, plus the house, the car, and everything else that you ever wanted, okay? What are you going to do with it? Are you just going to spend it on me? Me, myself, and I? My pleasures, my wants, my desires, all the things I've ever wanted in this life? Perhaps maybe some of that blessing you could focus on to other people. Because that is the heart of God. Who is my neighbor? God is very concerned over the widow, the orphan, and the poor, and those who are destitute. Perhaps you should start investing in those types of people, okay? Because that is obedience. As we're ministering to those people who are down and out in life, okay? Here's the thing. You will not believe the attention you will draw down from heaven into your life, okay? When you will share what little means you have with others, and, and that is obedience, okay? And that is obeying God. You will not believe the response you will get from Almighty God in your life in provisions and blessings and favor. He will open the storehouses. As I've learned, the more that I will help other people in this life, the more blessings I receive. And I don't understand it. And I realize it's Deuteronomy 28. I realize it's a, a covenant with God, but I never realized the vastness of it, all that there was into it, okay? As I'm reaching out of my comfort zone, okay, and sometimes giving out of my lack where I don't have enough, and I'm helping that poor person, or I'm helping that person that doesn't have a job. I'm investing my life into other people. And that's what God would have all of us to do. Help others where they are. Reach out. Friends, this life wasn't about our accumulation 
combination of things and stuff and resources. It was about reaching out and ministering to people, being Jesus. You might be the only Jesus that ever enters that person's life, that ever comes across that person's path. Okay, and you need to lift them up to meet that person's needs right then. Not think about it, not pray about it. You already know it's the will of God. You know why you and I don't want to help more than we do? Because we're cheap. We're greedy. We're stingy. We want to build up our own kingdoms. But God is saying, no. God is saying, let me use you to bless someone. And as you bless them, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bring someone across your path that's going to even move you into a higher level of prosperity and favor and blessing. Okay? You will listen to God's still small voice. He will direct you with his voice, with his spirit, with providence, okay, in his sovereignty, the people you are to help. Okay. Oftentimes, the key to your success is over there with a guy laying in a ditch that just needs $5 or just needs a bus fare or just needs someone to give him a blanket or a pillow or drive him to a drive-thru and get him some food. And you're like, how does that key open the door to blessings for me? Because here's the thing, that man has the key. If you're ministering to that individual, Christ will minister to you, okay? The key is over there lying in the ditch or standing there on the entrance of an on-ramp of a freeway or outside the parking lot of Walmart or someone that you see leaning against a wall with a newspaper over their head, okay? What I'm talking about is the poor, the destitute, the homeless, the drug head, the whore. I'm talking about all those people that God loves just as much as he loves you and I. As we will minister, watch what will happen in your life, in my life. And what God gives, there's never a burden. You're not qualifying whether that person deserves it. None of us deserve God's grace. None of us deserve His mercy. None of us deserve His love. Don't look at Him and think that person's going to buy booze. He's going to buy drugs. Friends, here's the thing. How would you want someone to treat you if you were in that situation? Reach out and be Christ. Be His hands. Be His feet. Feed the poor. Lift up that person. Help them as much as you can and know that the next day, maybe someone else will come along and help the same person again. And then someone finally is going to get that person up up and out of that ditch and get them in rehab or get them in a halfway house or get them in an apartment or get them in some kind of shelter. And here's the thing, if we're all doing what we can do, we will be blessed. Others will be blessed. realize this is what God requires of us. This is what he required of Israel. Okay. This is what he requires. He doesn't want us just consuming everything. Okay. But he does realize that we like nice things. I mean, it's so funny. Okay. Reach out and he'll reach out. Bless and he'll bless. Show favor. Let him receive his favor. It says give and it will be given. Shaken up, pressed down, coming over that you can't even imagine the blessing. He wants to pour in your lap. What is the qualifier? Obedience. Well, why is helping the homeless and the destitute and the widow and the orphan obedience? Because that is the heart of God. God's heart goes out for those people who have been betrayed in this life and who have been given the shaft, okay, who've been jammed somehow, some way. Was it their fault? Sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Are you the judge? Am I the judge? We're not the judge. What we are is God's hands, God's feet. We're servants of the living God, lifting those people up. I want a blessing from God. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you as you're sitting in your beautiful home on your nice couches, watching cable TV and the air conditioning, drinking Coca-Colas, ordering pizza on Friday night and having steaks on Saturday. I'm going to get you. Help others is all I'm saying, guys. I love you. Look, look, we're in the man cave. Friends, there is no more manly thing that you can do in this life and being a man of integrity than reaching out and helping others.
It's a manly thing, and it's God's heart. Guys, I know I was all over the place in this one, and here's the thing. Email me, text me, give me a thumbs up. Don't you dare give me a thumbs down. I'm just kidding. Hey, listen, thanks for watching this, okay? And here's the thing. I want you to minister to people because you are in the man cave. This week, minister someone that you don't know. It's easy to minister to people that we know because we get a pat on the back. Hey, Charlie, thanks for that $20 bill. I went over to the Red Lobster, and I had that Cobb salad. It was delicious. How about to someone you absolutely don't know and doesn't deserve it, okay, who's down and out and hurting. Minister to that person, you'll get the blessing from God. God says, test me on these things and see if I won't open the heavens, okay? Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.